honestly, my arse. Oh my god, it's so sore. There you go. That's the problem. That's the soundbite. That's the soundbite. <laughs> there we go. My arse is so sore. New episode out now. The hits we're gonna get. Oh wow. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over seventy percent of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com/people today. Since two thousand thirteen, Bombas has donated over one hundred million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hello and welcome to An Englishman, An Irishman and A Scot with me, Susie Mack. And Nathan Caton from London. And it's Billy Halpin in LA. Hi guys, it's Billy. Hey! We're spoken. I know, it's yeah. It's it was It's a flyby. I'm actually in pain right now when I'm speaking to you. I'm actually in pain because the other night I was being really, um, well, I was just doing what everyone does in lockdown. It gets to about nine o'clock at night and you Whoa, get tired. What? <laughs> What's that? <laughs> <laughs> what is that everybody's doing? Yeah, doing what everyone else is doing. Wanking? <laughs> yeah. That could be from banana bread to, uh, to I don't Just wanking the day away. <laughs> well, it got to about nine o'clock at night. Like, nine o'clock at night and I was like on Saturday. You'd open a nice bottle of lube. <laughs> like, don't it hurts, it hurts, it hurts. Cherry flavour. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right, it actually hurts when I, I moved there and it hurts. Stop it, right? So uh, I decided at nine o'clock at night, I'm hungry. So I decided to go. <laughs> well, I decided I was go down the stairs. Hungry for some dick. You know <laughs> I've been hungry since March 2020 for that, Nathan. Um, but yeah, it's, um, it's been. Uh, so I decided it's been how long? Uh, no, I decided basically to go downstairs. So I'll. But I'm like, I'm like one of those weird people that doesn't put the light on unless they have to put the light on. So I didn't put the light on, and I was like, I can see. Oh, downstairs. you're talking about actually downstairs, not not downstairs. <laughs> no, not down. <laughs> in my american style house so i decided to go downstairs no lights oh, on. Yeah. i just thought i don't know why i really thought about will i put the light on or will i not didn't put the light on and then i was i got to halfway down the stairs and i just felt myself flying and i slipped and i and i was and then i ended up at the bottom of the stairs right so i'm like i'm like what the fuck was that like there's nothing ever on these stairs my mum had put a laptop case on in the middle of the stairs right? oh. and I slid down about five ah. or six steps and I landed <laughs> right on my arse like at the bottom it was like a banana skin <laughs> moment like so I landed right on my coccyx so literally like I've been oh, like, oh, mm-hmm. for days my coccyx so sore <laughs> it's so sore it's literally in pain so I've got that and I've got this hang on I'll show you them. I'll show you my bruise 
Oh, shit. Oh, wow. It's quite dark. Um, I banged the wow. ball, my arm off the wall. So I had a, like a, you know how they say accidents at home happen? Like 80% of people in A&E are from accidents at home. I had one of those moments and now I literally, um, it's weird. Have you ever injured your coccyx before? You ever hurt that area of, like your bum bone, your tailbone? Yeah, I know what it is, but I'm st- <laughs> <laughs> I still want to go down that route. You know, you know when you fell, right? Um, did, uh-huh. uh, did, did your parents get up? Did they come and attend to you? My dad laughed at me. My dad literally <laughs> laughed at me. Nice. My dad. Uh, my mum went, what happened? She was at another part of the house because she just kept going, ow! And then my dad was in his bed sleeping, woke up, went to the toilet and laughed at me and then went back to his bed. Didn't even help me at all. He didn't even help amazing. me. Amazing. So. Yeah, that's my family. That's- I don't think your mum or your dad had to come out of the living room like with the phones, like as if your mum had put that um, case on the on the floor on purpose, be like, yeah, we got it. <laughs> we post it on TikTok. Trust Good work, me. Helen. Good work, Helen. <laughs> <laughs> Helen. Helen has probably heard me moan for the past three days, so I don't think that she'll be, she's, she's that happy that it happened. She probably regrets that moment now because I'm just like, ow! Anytime I move, it's like, ow! Even when I bent over to put my socks on there because I'm wearing socks right now. I can't do it. I can't. I was Ooh, going to try no, it. Big spender. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Oh, no, I can't. I can't. It's too sore. I was going to try it. It's okay. It's okay. We, we believe you. We believe you. <laughs> you know, I can't put my leg over my head, but that's for another podcast. <laughs> so what's been happening in your world? Anything exciting? I've actually got a back thing as well. I've had, well, my back's been sore since Christmas. Um, so I've been going to get it, um, sorted. Like I wasn't able to put my hands up over my, uh, like put my hand up in the air, but I'm able to do it now, but it's still sore. Like well, you just I've don't been, care? Like I've been waving my hand like I just don't care what I do care because it's so sore. <laughs> um, but I, I, I was telling, cause I was going to the, um, see, I can never remember the name, the chiropractor. Yeah. I keep telling everybody that I'm going to a choreographer. <laughs> <laughs> so like, I only know when people give me that blank look in their face and they're like, what? I'm like, yeah, I've hurt my back, so I'm going to, I've been going to see a choreographer. <laughs> dance your pain away. <laughs> I'm going to dance my pain. I'm going to dance it out. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, no, that doesn't sound right. It's not ca- it's, and then I was thinking, it's Cairo. No, it's not Cairo. And then I nearly said chemo. And I was like, this is bad. I really need to learn this word. I'm getting myself in all kinds of trouble here. Let's start the podcast. Okay, let's get into our story of the week. And it comes with this amazing headline. A French woman ruled dead in 2017 <laughs> rights to be declared alive. French woman Jean, Jean, Touchant. Has oh, you give that to Nathan. Uh, yeah, yeah, go for it, Nathan. You can speak fluent okay. French. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to... What's, what's her name? In the car. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh, her name I is... just said it. Jean Pouchon. Jean Pouchon. 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 Has an unusual problem. Thanks, Nathan. <laughs> it has an unusual problem. She's officially dead. She's been trying for three years to prove that she's alive. <laughs> She's 50. She lives in constant fear, not daring to leave her house in the village of Saint-Joseph, Joseph, Saint-Joseph, in the Loire region. Authorities seized her car over an unpaid debt she contests. And that's at the centre of her trouble. She fears our family furniture will be next. So they've taken her car. 
hang on, a car, and they're now they're going to take our wardrobes. Pouchon, did I say it right again, Nathan? Yeah, yeah, you're good, you're good. Pouchon's status has prevented her and her husband, who is legal, her legal beneficiary, benef- I can, that's the noun, that word I can't say, I can do the French ones, but not that beneficiary, <laughs> along with her son. <laughs> like, is that a wee bit French? Beneficiary? I don't know. With her son from using their joint bank account, being declared deceased has deprived her of other critical amenities. I no longer exist, Pouchon said by telephone. I don't do anything. I sit on the veranda and direct. <laughs> what the fuck okay, is that? What, what, where is she from? You can just can you just be our what, what accent was that? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I think I just I don't know what I don't know where it came from. I just came I don't know who I became there. I just uh, I uh, but, she's dead anyway. So one it started out French and word by word it changed accents, like one Italy. Anyway, so she's dead and she's lost her car and she's lost her she might lose her big wardrobe and big maybe wardrobe. her on that. And her husband can't use her bank account because he thinks she's dead. I still don't really get this story. I still, yeah. <laughs> she's well, dead because what? Why? How why? Why is she dead? Yeah. Why do you think she's dead? Why is she Um, sitting on the veranda writing? She should be sitting on the veranda scaring the shit out of everybody because they all think she's dead. (laughs) (laughs) In a walking chair. I see you. Oh, yeah. She should be be like a Halloween um, decoration, but all year round out in that veranda. It is quite wild how much you you rely on documentation. Yeah, but like, it's quite wild. Like, <laughs> yeah. If you don't have a birth certificate, you don't exist. What if your mum and dad had you and couldn't be arsed going to the town hall to report that you were alive? Like, you literally wouldn't be able to do anything. And like, you wouldn't be able to go to school, doctors, hospital, anything. Because. Does that happen though? Doesn't, doesn't everyone have a birth certificate? I mean. Yeah, but like they have to actively go and register your birth, don't they? They have to. There must be. There might be people out there that don't. That their mum and dad are like hippies or something that are just like, you know what? It's a free world. Like, let's go and live in a what? What they call com com combine? <laughs> I nearly said combine um, harvester. <laughs> commune. <laughs> you definitely die if you lived in a combine harvester. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you would definitely die. <laughs> Go and live in a commune, and um, yeah, like just let's free, let's let our baby be called Earth, and let's just let them be free. No second name, no nothing. Like if you don't have that documentation, then you aren't alive in the world. Okay, first, it doesn't say how she died, but then also, <laughs> if people have contacted her, like she's been speaking on the phone, then isn't that obvious proof that she's not dead? Yeah. The fact that she's moving. (laughs) How much convincing does one person fucking need? (laughs) Well, here's some additional facts. Our status is deceased as the result of a 2017 Leon court decision that deemed her dead, even though no death certificate was produced. The decision came at the end of a legal dispute with an employee of Pushan's former cleaning company who was seeking compensation after losing, I nearly wrote, I honestly nearly said losing her hair, losing her job 20 years ago. (laughs) 
According to Prashant and our attorney, snowballing judi- judicial errors. Fuck, man. So someone set me up today. <laughs> errors from 2017, ruling by the appeals court of Leon uh, that Prashant was not among the living. The legal of Embro, um, whatever, is all the stranger. <laughs> right, the legal thing beginning with I was all the stranger because Bouchon <laughs> contended that neither she nor her relatives received a summons for the hearing. Okay, it's all about oh, weird. crystal clear now. Crystal clear. <laughs> <laughs> now I understand. I can't even see because my eyes, like my makeup started running into my eye, meaning that I'm, it's all irritated, meaning that I can't actually read properly. I've not got my glasses on and I'm not very good at French. But oh, I find so, this story so, very bizarre. I mean, I'm actually, I actually may, ow, ow. <laughs> I may oh. have to go, I may have to go get uh, something for my eye, sorry. Ow, sorry. <laughs> it hurt, it, it oh. hurt as well. It's so Susie no, died. Basically, Susie died. Yeah, but it's been a stupid podcast, Susie, don't we? Let's just make a rumor that Susie died. Yeah, oh, oh, yeah. How, how ironic. Now Susie's but, a dead person, even if she's alive. There you go. That'll be our cut for the week going, <laughs> sorry, guys, Susie. Yeah. Ah! She's alive! She's alive! She's alive! <laughs> Woo! That's because you made me laugh. This is happening because you made me laugh. Well, I think that's the idea of a podcast. It's meant to be funny. Yeah, fucking, it's meant to be miserable. It's meant to be miserable. Uh. Do you know what I'll say about this? This is weird. French people are weird in the sense of yesterday I watched The Chase and one of the questions was, where in the world can you marry someone who has been pronounced dead? And the answer was, was between Netherlands, somewhere else and France. And the answer was France. So I learned that yesterday that you can marry a dead person in France. Okay. Is that just so it's like legal or basically they're dragging a dead corpse up the aisle? Yeah. People are like, ooh, no, we're not going to stay around for the meal. But what? <laughs> <laughs> oh, like, but why, would, why, why on earth has somebody contested? I know the only methodology I can think of is that someone dies suddenly and they were engaged and they they want to marry them in the hospital or something like that, like or they die of cancer or whatever and they haven't they weren't able to to get married before the person d- died. That's the only two reasons why I can think. Anything else is just weird. Yeah, I mean, I- <laughs> if okay, if you're. You got a partner, and they're about you know they're on their last legs. You know, like they've only got like a week to live, right? Would you really want to marry them because you're spending all that money and you're not going to get anything out of it? You get a husband and a wife for a week. You get to own their stuff. That's why I'd be like, oh, put a ring on okay. it. Okay, put a That's ring cool. on it. I'd be like, I love okay. this person. I love, I love him. They're like, they don't even know. he's like, I don't even know who this is. I'm like wailing over the body. <laughs> put a ring on it. I never thought of it that calculated, Billy. Thanks for opening our, our mind to that. <laughs> it's to do with money. <laughs> 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Baffled, a brand new podcast bringing you some amazing facts that are complete nonsense. Imagine the likes that that would get on Instagram, you having a quick one up a lamppost on the moon. Incredible. So you basically <laughs> saying the reason the dinosaurs stopped living is because they all collectively made a decision to have no more children. Oh, they're talking, I think until 10 years ago, I, I still shared the bathwater that my parents were in. You can find us wherever you got this podcast. Just search for Baffled Amazing Facts. I was thinking the other day, like, if I had, like, if I had a life, what's it called? What, what, what? If you had a life. <laughs> if I had a life back in the day <laughs> when I had one. But if I had one of those, what's it called? When you, you know that you're going to die, a terminal illness or something. I'd rather not know that I had the terminal illness. I was thinking that, like, you know, when you get, like, told, oh, you're going to live for this amount of months or whatever, like, I would rather just live in denial of that and just die that time rather than know that I'm going to die. But then what if, like, you just, like, live a normal life doing yeah. normal mundane things? At least if you knew, then you could just do shit and think, fuck it, I'm going to do whatever I want to do before you go. But surely they'll pump you full of drugs and stuff like that so you'll have no energy because you're dying. Do you know what I mean? I feel like once you they tell you you're going to die, everything changes and they, you end up on heavy medication, you know, to try and prolong your life, etc. And you don't have the energy that you had before. I guess you, ha- you have to get to that stage. You must have known you were sick to even go to the doctor in the first place to see if something was wrong with you. The saddest thing ever is when someone goes and they think that there's nothing wrong with them and they find out they've got a terminal illness. That's the most horrible thing ever. But I was just thinking like I would rather 100% live in denial to not knowing that I'm going to... Everyone's going to die at one point. Do you know the weirdest thing? I said to my well, mum... she's going like, to die twice. <laughs> <laughs> well, I said to my mum, I was like, you know these adverts come on and they're like, have you thought about what happens when you're gone? And, and like the funeral planning ones and stuff like that. And there's like little like figures going like that and then like digging your grave and stuff like that like animations right I was like to my mum I think I'm going to start saving for my for my funeral <laughs> 13 years <laughs> I was saying that I, but I'm, I'm quite really like I feel like I'm a realist when it comes to that like everyone dies and I'd kind of rather that like when I do die that it was all sorted out and no one else had to bother about it but my mum's like you like and she obviously is closer to death than I am no offence anything to Helen but you are well, like, not off your incident this week <laughs> yeah not if Helen has anything to do with the trap that, that she's setting in your house yeah, 
you on your lost Lexus. <laughs> maybe that's why. Maybe that's why I said that to her. And now she's like, right, okay, let's slowly kill it off, and I can get all the money from our funeral plan. <laughs> <laughs> How lavish um, is the funeral going to be? <laughs> well, I mean, I, I mean, I'm 32, so it would take a bit of saving, wouldn't it? But and then that's the other thing when it comes to your funeral like does it really matter that you've got like a big party for people you know how these people like have these funerals where they're like everyone wear white and everyone let's let's celebrate life and all that like that kind of stuff like does it really matter you're not there anymore so you're just paying for other people to have a party I would prefer if I had a well, when I have my funeral, um, that it's uh, more of a happy experience. I'm sure it will be. I'm sure people will be fucking delighted. But, yeah. um, <laughs> they'll be like, ah, like, oh, the witch is dead. Um, I would prefer it to be a happy occasion than like a really sad occasion. Does that mean you're going to like play, like get them to play your favorite songs? Down, <laughs> down yeah, I'm, I'm hoping if I die before Kylie, she will sing on top of my, um, on top of my <laughs> coffin. <laughs> I'm spinning around on top of the casket. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Maybe grabbing my 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 arm and waving it around. Just the one, because that one's still fun. Yeah, yeah just the good, the good one. I'd be like, the good one, the good one. And also, the other thing is, people that get that enjoy funerals. There's something really fucked up about people that enjoy going to funerals. Free food, isn't it? Oh, food well. Is Food and drink. You've not got an Irish mother. <laughs> oh, well, I've got an Irish gran, and I actually had my Irish gran in the middle of the bloody, the weirdest, right? I've never experienced, until my Irish gran died, right? I'd never experienced this. Nathan, it's something you'll, honestly, I don't know what it's like for you, but like, Irish, Irish funerals are wild. Literally, they just put them in the middle of the of the room, it was her back room in a coffin, open casket. Everyone just sits around, sits around and gets drunk around the the coffin, and then you just sit there and they sing pretty, like hymns and stuff like that. And then it's literally the biggest thing ever. So yeah. I'm hoping that that won't happen with my funeral because I don't really want random uncles just staring at me while I'm lying there dead. Do you know what I mean? You wouldn't know. That's the yeah. Well, no, that's the first yeah, one. No, the first. When I was a kid, one of my first memories is of going to one of my auntie, grand auntie's funeral, and she was in a back room lying on the bed, dead. Oh, ah. bed? Yeah, yeah, she wasn't in a coffin, she was in a bed. It was like a wake. Oh, nice. So, so yeah. But it's yeah. really weird because people start having normal conversations around the, like, the corpse. Like, the, there's only so much you can be sad around it. And then somebody goes, so what did you have for your tea the other night and stuff like that? Like, and you're like, oh, what? This is not the time and place to have this conversation. It's not. Um, but it does, it happens. So, oh, did you like that chicken? Like, oh, like and that's the kind of conversations. It's just the weirdest thing. Like, yeah. oh my God. It's like yesterday. Well, sorry, I shouldn't time zone this, but yesterday was Burns Night and like, for me, I'm Scottish, right? But I still do not feel because my grandparents and on both sides are Irish. Like I don't feel I don't have this affiliation to Scotland the way that everyone else does. Because people are like, "Oh, you having haggis, neeps, and tatties?" I'm like, "No, like I don't, I don't feel, I don't feel that because I've been put through so many things that are Irish. It's unreal since I was a little girl, like dances and I did Irish dancing and all this kind of stuff. Like I don't feel Scottish, but I'm I'm Scottish, but I have to go along with the Irish traditions, even though I'm in Scotland. If that makes sense." 
Oh, yeah. So you're coming from my place on the podcast is basically what you're saying, isn't yeah. it? <laughs> Slowly, I'm taking you out. <laughs> All right, so you're going to ask me a question then. Um, so say like, okay, Ireland are playing Scotland in like Six Nations, for example. Do you have an affiliation? Like who, who, who would you support? Well, I don't give a fuck about rugby, so... Okay, no. okay any, any kind of sport. Say football then, uh, Republic of Ireland playing Scotland. I would prefer Ireland to win. Oh, really? Oh. Scandal! Oh, wow. I don't really. I just because Ireland, I think, are a better team. Maybe not right now, but like just when it comes to Scotland, has done okay to get through to Euros. But like in general, Scotland is a shite team anyway. So I might as well place my place my bets in the Republic of Ireland. I'm still not really getting this story. Is she pretending that she's dead because of a court case? Is she Someone pretending that, she's dead? that she was dead. Someone, yeah, like Shaqleener said she's dead and then everybody was like, well, okay, well, if our cleaner says it, then she must be. Maybe maybe the cleaners meant you're dead inside or you're dead. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've, just, I've, done, I've done some proper shit gigs in my time, so I think it's possible to be to be dead and alive at the same time. <laughs> I've done that when I've DJed. See, when you DJ to basically a whole um, room of people who literally could not give a fuck if you were there that's when you feel dead inside yeah. like or they ask you for like the worst request ever i mean that one maybe it'll be like tell us a joke nathan but like for me it's when they ask you for like a, a request of like something that you would never fucking play like play justin bieber like play this blah, blah, blah. okay i would play justin bieber let's i'm going to be honest with that but despacito there's only so many times you can hear despacito <laughs> In your lifetime, but it gets asked. They ask for it constantly. Yeah, that's the deadness when it comes to that. You ever feel dead when you've been doing your TV production, Billy? Every day of my life, <laughs> every, every day, a little bit of me dies. <laughs> Have you ever been in a situation where you've been you've been working and like everything just goes wrong, and you have to? sort that situation out real 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 quick like something like like for instance the electricity blows on the set or something like that oh well that has happened to me once uh in london but actually it was my fault (laughs) (laughs) i plugged in like uh, it was like i was was, no i was self-shooting this interview and i was setting up the lights and i put in all the wires in the wrong way and then and then I, i was like Smells like somebody's like cooking something, and then a couple of minutes later, I looked down and the the, the box, the fuse box, was on fire. And I was like, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then I was like, God. And then I, and then I put it out, and then I realized what I had done, and then what, and then quickly start rearranging the wires into the right place to then be like, I don't know what happened. That's so weird. <laughs> uh, it, it was me. Okay, thank you for listening to an Englishman, an Irishman and a Scot. Make sure to hit the subscribe or follow button so you never miss an episode. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, then please leave us a review and a five-star rating. It really helps others to find us. And talking of spreading the news, don't hit your microphone, Suze. Please tell everyone about the podcast and help us reach more people. We'll be back with another episode at the same time, the same place next week. See, I can read it if there's no French names in it. As soon as there's French names and big posh words. Yeah, and it's your tw- it's your twenty-fourth time reading it. <laughs> <laughs> Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen 
premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.